This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We're estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven people who are killing it in life. They deserve to be celebrated, and on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and in between our interview episodes, we'll have Beauty School, where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars, and we'll be chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s, and learning more about one another, because that's what makes us more similar than different. Also, we're a lot of fun, and we have a super multicultural community, and we kind of think that you might too. So, why not talk about all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Plus, we'll be answering listener questions, so be sure to write us at truebeautybrokenpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, let's jump into the show. Oh, hey, guys. Hey. It's Elizabeth. And Alex. This isn't really the True Beauty Brooklyn intro intro, so I shouldn't do my usual. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. It's Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, so we're just jumping on really, really quick because it's Thanksgiving, and this is a special episode that we're actually going to run for Stitcher Premium, but we had so much fun recording it that we were like, let's save this for... When everybody's tired from turkey and family and wine, and they just are ready to like sit back and laugh. So it's for you. You're welcome. Or you can just blow everyone's minds at Thanksgiving and start playing the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast on all the speakers. No, don't do that. Like an episode where we're really weird and crude. <laughs> it could be this one. Alex was just talking about how when she was in high school, I guess. You guys tell us if this happened to you in your sex ed class because it certainly didn't happen to me. Alex was like, do you remember when they taught you that you could just cut a condom and use it as a dental dam? <laughs> nope. That has never in my life happened I'm pretty to me. sure I learned that. I would love to hear. I never tried it. I've never <laughs> I've never had a dental dam used on me. I haven't either. And I certainly have, haven't have had a condom used as a dental dam Are you on sure? Me. You just taught the entire world a trick that none of us heard before. It's a little it trick. Your mouth. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just a little trick. Just a little trick. So, anywho, that's... We also probably shouldn't be making fun of it. Like, there are people who, like, have to use dental dams. I mean, no. We're not making fun of right? using prophylactics. We're making fun of... <laughs> 
using a condom as well as a dental <laughs> dam. DIY prophylactics. That's what we're making. Fun yeah, I feel of. like DIY. Don't we know that like DIY stuff with That's that why just I is never like a good who idea? Told you like, that. Like, don't use Saran wrap. Exactly. Who told you to cut a con? I've, okay, look, guys. If I'm the asshole who didn't know this life hack. Well, not for nothing. I don't see dental dams often. That's true. So, so maybe if you got if you need it, you need it. All right. Anyway, write into us. Write into it. Okay. So that's what you can write into. That's not even why we started this little intro. <laughs> the reason that we're having this intro is because, as you guys know, we are opening our second location of True Beauty Brooklyn, and it's going to be in Greenpoint. We're really excited. It takes fucking forever to build shit. Turns out, so mm-hmm. it's going a little slower than we hoped. But I digress. Why we're so excited is because this is our first year celebrating Christmas with all of you guys, our new best friends. And we have a whole new staff of incredible girls that are starting at True Beauty Brooklyn, our Williamsburg location. They're gals that Alex has worked with in the past. They're also gals that have been listeners to the podcast. And we fucking love them, and we want you guys to love them. They're great. Also, they're new to True Beauty, but they are not at all new to the aesthetics world. So they're very experienced. I don't want anyone to be deterred from booking with them because they think deterred deterred is a weird word because it has turd in it (laughs) (laughs) yes no these girls have so much experience and like it took us so long to really make this move and bring other people in because we only want the best for the people who are coming in to see us we love what we do we love you guys so much that it's got to be a very very special bitch to touch y'all the way we touch y'all totally that also sounds weird (laughs) Whatever. You know what we mean. Anyway, our gift to you. We're offering all of our clients 20% off for the whole rest of the year, for the rest of 2021, with any of our new estheticians. So we've got a gorgeous girl named Janet. She a podcast listener. Hey, girl. She's also a cosmetologist who's also an esthetician. So she knows beauty all over the place, all over the industry. We have an incredible girl, Nicole. She's hilarious. She's got green hair. She a baddie also. We've got an incredible girl, Erica. Erica is, I mean, they're all fucking great. I can't even, I can't say enough about everybody. Everybody's great. Erica's great. Um, You'll be shocked when you find out that she's a 15-year-old child. I cannot believe she's a 15-year-old child because she's like, she's us. She's one of us. I was like, how are we the same age and yet you've raised an entire human being? Me barely four dogs. A great human being too. Aw, she's super cute. I love Erica. Erica gave me a great Brazilian wax. Feeling like myself again. <laughs> um, so yeah, so twenty percent off when you book with any of those beautiful ladies, Nicole, Janet, or Erica for the rest of twenty twenty one. We have another surprise for you guys. We're giving you guys some discounted gift cards also. So for the rest of the year, we have a sale on all of our gift cards. If you go to truebeautybrooklyn.com, we're offering 15% off of all gift cards up to $249 and then 20% off of gift cards, $250 plus. So if you ever wanted to get microblading, you can do that. One of our clients will go and get like one, she'll get a huge gift card at this time of year and then she'll Mm -hmm. just use it for the rest of the year each time she's got a service. Like it's not just to buy yourself buy a gift for someone it can be just so you can get a discount for yourself totally yeah one of yeah she gets like a 500 dollars gift card and Mm -hmm. then ends up being a hundred dollars off so she essentially gets herself like five free services a year it's pretty cool i wouldn't say five but she gets yeah that was really bad math (laughs) those you guys know i can't count i cannot count two that's two services a year (gasps) alex just almost almost fell okay so those are our (laughs) gifts to you guys 
We got gifted gift cards. We've got new babes for you guys. 20% off of any service with them. If you don't live near here, but you've got a friend that you know lives in like New York, New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut. Tri-state <laughs> area. Tri-state area. And you're ten, like, you got to go see those bitches. <laughs> you guys can get them a card. So check out truebeautybrooklyn.com for that. We also have holiday merch at exactlyright.com. At exactlyright.com. You could get a tote bag. You could get a tote bag or a t-shirt. The totes are really cute. Totes are really cute. We got t-shirts. We got uh, cropped hoodies. We've got water bottles. We've got some really, really great gifts. So, guys, you live local. You got a gift to come in. You don't live local. You got a gift to send out. So many holiday gifts because we love you. We're trying to help you. I'm not a good gift giver. I'm like, someone tell me what I should buy. I'm a terrible gift giver. <laughs> you guys are like, bitches, we're done buying our gifts i know and i'm like i will right start now. december 23rd exactly and i'll finish yes. it december 24th that's it that's it anyway guys i think that's it i hope that's that it. you're enjoying your long weekend i hope that you're full of turkey and wine and weed and family and mm. all the things i hope that you're having such a great holiday and we love you and we thank you so 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 much for being for just like being here with us each yeah. week and giving us the greatest fucking the greatest year after a pandemic that a bitch could ask for, I'm not going to lie. Yes. Thank you. It's been a year. It's been a year. And if you're Pisces, next year is your best year oh, ever. Oh, yeah. Do you guys know that <laughs> apparently it's supposed to be our emerald year next year, our best year ever? And then after that, what happens? Is our life just shit after 2021? I feel so bad. I never thought about it in that way until she told me that <laughs> next year was her best year ever. And that was my take. I was like, so what? It's just shit after that? <laughs> So I'm like gearing up for this best year of my life. And then I'm like, oh, I know whatever. Maybe that just means it's the beginning of the best everything. Well, it's going to be the best year ever because you're going to have all of our new best friends that are out there listening to this right now. You're going to have me, your black husband. You're going to have a whole new business. Those are great things, girl. It's true. You know, it's not to true. make it about me. I don't know what's going to happen to my, me next year. But since I'm saddled oh, up we're, next year, we're going to go to Hawaii together. Girl, 2023. Pushing that back. <laughs> Pushing it back. Anyway, tell everyone. I mean, the last thing you can tell them that Elizabeth and I were drunk one night and ordered tickets to Hawaii. plane tickets to go to Hawaii <laughs> next year in January. I'm getting we, off of this. Also, I'm just impressive that while back. that while drunk, we s somehow found like the cheapest possible. Oh yeah, flights. it was a great deal. Very impressive. That was also before we realized that we we're going to open an entire new business the yeah. month before. Give us our money We back. are not going to Hawaii. We, we are not going to Hawaii. We are pushing that trip back as far as we fucking can. 2025. <laughs> God damn. Oh, my God. And that's because Hawaii, we love you. You don't want us. <laughs> it's not that we don't want you. You don't want us. Y'all You heard to, you don't want us right now. Y'all are hurting with, right now. Yeah. And that's fine. We love you. We are not coming trying to bring y'all our New York City germs. Anyway, you guys, enjoy this episode. We love you so much. We're going to be back next week. And... That's, That's it. it. Oh, hello, friends. Hello there. It's Elizabeth and Alex. Okay, wait, it's really funny. Elizabeth just said, you love to read. And it's true. I like in elementary school, when, mo when you know how you'd have to like read a page in a textbook, yes. but the teacher would have... 
different person read each paragraph. Yes, it was terrifying. I actually couldn't wait for my turn because I felt like I was such a good reader. Me too. And I and also this is fucked up, but I secretly liked if the kid before me wasn't the best reader. Of course, because then you could because shine. then I could really shine. Yes, I understand. Petty and I would girl, read we were just talking about so this. nicely and clearly. Especially if the kid was, like, an asshole. Totally. I was like, oh, you're a dick and you can't read well? Yes. That's really not nice. But I, there were some mean kids in my elementary school. Here's they used to call me fat, you know? Here's the thing. Is Alex and I are nothing if we're not two petty, spiteful bitches. And the pettiness starts at an early age, as it turns Apparently, out. Apparently, I'm in third grade. Like, <laughs> you called me fat yesterday, so I hope that you can't read this paragraph and that my paragraph is easy and I sound really good. I hope you do stumble over the word <laughs> colonial. I hope you can't say Penelope. <laughs> That's not nice. But, those are but for mean kids, yes. I don't care. Of course. I hope you say Penelope, bitch. Penelope. That's a, a true thing? story. I remember one of my English teachers, she was like, Penelope, she was like, bitch. when I was a kid, I didn't know the word Pen- Penelope. And it was going around the room, and it came to me, and I said, Penelope. <laughs> forget (laughs) (laughs) totally oh my god guys by the way this is elizabeth but also i want to say that's alex it's the true beauty brooklyn podcast welcome welcome i do want to say though i i did feel really bad for kids who had actual problems with reading or who got really nervous you could tell that's what i mean i'm kind of like you really had to make them do this that was rude like that kid I want to help. They can still make it in life that, without reading out loud in honestly, class, right? I don't know. Maybe there's some. I didn't study child, early childhood education. Of course, they can still make it in life. They're it just made me sad that too. it was like you didn't have a choice. I know. And I don't think they. They do probably that had anymore. like mental breakdowns in their head, knowing they had to read a paragraph. I know. Honestly, could have just let me read the whole thing. I would have been like, as a highly anxious <laughs> child. Even though I love to read, why do you think I know that Penelope story? Why do you think it never <laughs> left my head? Because that could never be me. <laughs> There's a reason she went to bed every night like Penelope, Penelope, Penelope. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wait, can you guys write in if there's anything like that from elementary school that just really stuck with you? Please. And in case you're also an anxious child, it's your listener letter episode. Welcome. 
Elizabeth <laughs> has an English accent sometimes. Only okay, I like to say for listen a la us. I feel like that's a nice uh it sounds better than my like Long Island accent. You know what I mean? Listener letters. Like alliteration. What can mm, I say? Yes. Um yeah, we have some cool letters. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna sit back. We're um Alex is gonna read to me, which is how this opened up. These are cool also because they're not all about um skincare and beauty. Yeah, we're trying something different. We just want to look. We just love to hear from you guys, and I we realize like maybe these hosts don't have any questions. Maybe we taught them enough. Maybe they just want to talk to us. Yeah, and I think that you guys. I think do. it's fun no matter what. Yes. Okay. This email. The subject is young mama working hard and looking good doing it. Hey girl. Hi beauties. I am a longtime murderino turned beauty murderino. I was someone who used to exclusively listen to MFM and had tried tons of different podcasts that fit my style and all my many facets. Young mom, single mom, college student, woman, black woman, Christian, liberal, artistic, etc. And you ladies opened me up to a whole world of self-love and beauty and unity that I didn't even know I was interested in. So it's sweet. Working, guys. <laughs> Elizabeth and I got really teary-eyed when we read this earlier. Oh, I love it. I heard Elizabeth first when she guest hosted on MFM episode 279. She picked Tulsa Race Massacre, and I knew it was a match made in heaven because I was listening to MFM while I was in the middle of doing a project revolving revolving around black history not taught in public school classrooms. And I, as a 22-year-old girl, knew little to nothing about Tulsa, and the episode was basically a gift from God. You all make me feel at home and beautiful, all while making me laugh in various accents. You see? (laughs) So sweet. Accents. They love it. (laughs) Anyway, my question. Like I said, I'm a young single mom. I work full-time and I'm in college part-time. My days start at 5.30 in the morning and I usually don't go to bed until 11.30 or so. Holy shit. With my busy schedule, what would be a recommendation for working out and staying in shape? I was a very active kid. I played softball for eight years, cheered throughout high school, and got into kickboxing my senior year of high school and continued that until I got pregnant. I miss being in shape and sweating and feeling fit, but it's so hard to find the time and stay consistent. Any and all suggestions are much appreciated. Love you, girls. Shannon, Dion, we love you too. Okay. First off. Shannon, you are a fucking badass, dude. Like, moms, look, mom, I hand it to you guys. You are so, look, there's a reason that I'm not a mom. (laughs) It's fucking a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And then just so in awe of women who can do so much. And you're a fucking badass, dude. School and a baby and all these things. So that's, that's number one is um, so much congratulations for being awesome i admire you yes honestly what i want to say i mean obviously this is not exactly our like area of expertise but i will say as someone who enjoys working out that something i have learned and especially as i've gotten older is that exercise can be kind of whatever you want it to be or more so i know that you specifically miss like sweating and being fit um but i think there's this misconception that like Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there is a misconception that unless you're working out for at least an hour, it's, like, not worth it or you're not burning the right calories or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just don't think that's true. Um, I don't – I'm not a fucking physical trainer (laughs) or doctor of any kind. (laughs) But I have read many articles saying – First, I mean, first of all, I think we all know at this point, or maybe you don't know, and I'll tell you, that movement is just really good for your body, whatever that is. Yeah. And I know for myself, and maybe Shannon, 
this is something that you can kind of take on is whatever time you have is enough time yeah to make yourself feel good get in a good sweat Mm -hmm. there are mornings where I only work out for 20 minutes because that's just all I have Mm -hmm. maybe I wanted to lay in bed with my cat longer and cuddle that happens a lot Mm -hmm. and you know maybe that day I I do like a high intensity workout so it's only 20 minutes but I feel sweaty I feel tired I don't feel like I could even do more than that Mm -hmm. and I think that if you kind of have that mindset that you can make the time. I think yeah. 20 minutes will be a lot easier for you to find than an hour yeah. or like an hour and a half, whatever you feel. Mm-hmm. It's not so much about the amount of time. It's like how you use it, right? Yeah. And you shouldn't be so hard on yourself because holy shit, you're doing so much. Yeah. Well, totally. And it sounds like this is something that you used to do for yourself rather than like, I mean, my dumbass who just kind of realized exactly what Alex was just saying. Like I always looked at exercise as like a, a way to lose weight or something along those like along those lines and it sounds like you just work like you just like to be in motion like you just like to be moving and as somebody who doesn't fucking like to move no that's not true i don't like to work out but i do like to move and it's only now in change like having this new career where i sit for most of the day more than i used to I realized how much I used to actually exercise when I was doing, like I used to be a bartender, right? And so I would bring, you know, carry wine, uh, cases of wine up and down these stairs. And when I was doing it, I would be like, all right, let me at least like, you know, maybe hold in my core a little bit while I'm doing this and maybe like make it, you know, not take one step at a time, maybe like get your knees up while you're walking up those stairs. And it's only like now that I'm not doing that job anymore that I realize how toned my arms used to be, like from lifting fucking sangria bottles. And people would compliment me. They'd be like, oh my God, look at those arms. They're so strong. And it's because, yeah, I just carried fucking wine boxes up and down stairs. But my point is that I think that there's more that we can do in our everyday motions than we give ourselves credit for because we live in this very uh, results-oriented world very much like I did this and this was like my results and this is this when in reality like girl you are running around I'm sure you're getting a ton of exercise and even if it isn't the exercise specifically that you need in that moment because I'm sure that like your movement is probably more than just like chasing your daughter it's probably also a time that you can just clear your mind and not have to worry about those things so yeah I guess maybe separate those things maybe try to separate movement from like mindfulness if you can't do the same at the same time is that dumb to say no not at all yeah I will suggest a couple of youtubers youtube workouts that I like Mm -hmm. um Heather Robertson is one of my faves she does a lot of strength like with weights which I usually do those but she also has some good hit workouts and she does have some that are like 15 to 25 minutes long that's great um and they're really great workouts I think if you haven't worked out in a while like take it easy and move in maybe you want to actually do like a 20 minute Pilates class like something low impact first Mm -hmm. right so you don't injure yourself and especially your body may be different now after having a baby but yeah, I really like Heather Robertson. For Pilates, I really like uh, Move with Nicole mm. and Boho Beautiful, even though that name isn't my favorite. Yeah. But they both have different lengths of workouts and could be a good way to like get in maybe when your daughter's napping or early in the morning before she's up. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, I mean, what do I know? Everybody learns differently, and but you're a podcast listener, so I imagine that you like to do – you know, two things at the same time, have something running in your ears while your hands are busy, um, which is what I find most people who listen to podcasts, the reason that we all enjoy it. And so maybe, you know, getting 
your schoolwork in audio form so that you can work out while you're doing, like if it's something that you need to read or something, right? Like maybe, you know, I've got a lot of our clients that actually Chelsea, you guys all know Chelsea Fasano. She's the sex educator that we have on girl's getting her master's at Columbia, right? She's busy. So when she comes to get her lashes done, she's listening to her textbooks as she lays there. Like, she's not just, like, zoning or, like, sleeping or whatever. Like, the girl's working even when she's not working. So maybe trying to find ways that you can be more efficient might help. You're 22. I'm sure efficiency is, like, your middle name. Being a Gen Zer, it's like, bitch, I already do that. Give me something else. Like, tell me something else that I can do. But Maybe not. So I think just like finding different ways to be more efficient with your time so that you're actively learning while you can be uh, physically moving your body in other ways would probably hopefully help you out while you're in school for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope that helped. Thanks for asking us this question. Yeah. Were you just like, oh, maybe they work out? I know. <laughs> or have we talked about it? Maybe. We maybe have. Well, you know, we had, um, what's her name on? Liz Lowe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe you heard, I don't know, maybe she was yeah. just like, these bitches like, look like they've got their lives together. <laughs> Ask her a question about working out. I feel like you don't know us that well if you're writing in about working out because, like, my ass don't move. <laughs> That's don't not like... true. She walks 35 minutes to work every day. I do. Okay. And home. Okay, so maybe that's, that's something more... else that we should Okay, mention. you don't realize because we live in New York where we walk yeah. everywhere. Most people, that's not, yeah. they don't even get that much movement in their day. Okay, and so maybe that's something that's worth saying is, like, I've, in at 35, has not, have now realized that like, I've always liked to walk, but I didn't realize that the reason that I like to walk is because it helps me clear my head, which is why most people like to exercise, because it helps their, you know, mentally in whatever way. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, maybe that's something else, is just thinking about different ways that you can move that you don't even realize you're getting totally. And I mean, I guess I don't really talk about it, but I really like to work out, and I love yoga. I've been practicing yoga for maybe, like, 11 years, and it's been – it was the first – I was not an athlete when I was younger – so getting into yoga in my early 20s was like the first time that I was a part of um, physical activity that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And um, then maybe in my mid to later 20s, I got into more like strength training. Um, and I kind of just do my workouts based on what I feel like that day. I don't plan anything out. If I wake up and I'm like tired and I want to lay on my back and do <laughs> only Pilates moves you could do on your back, mm-hmm. then that's what I do. And then mm-hmm. I bike to work. You bike a lot. I do a bike ton. a lot. Um, but now when I do, um, I won't go into detail, but there's this person in my life who I would love to fuck up and, <laughs> but instead of doing that, cause I'm not a violent person, this is funny. I haven't even told you so this, good. but lately when I do any workouts with weights or mm-hmm. like hit where I'm doing burpees and like intense stuff. I think that I'm training for this fight of beating this person up. It's hilarious. I've never hurt anyone physically in my life, nor would I actually ever. Right. But I really, I feel like I'm like Rocky. That's hilarious. And I'm just like training. Yeah. That's so good. (laughs) But that's my motivation only because I know, and again, I do whatever workout I feel like that day, but I do try to push myself to lift weights because I know for women as we get older, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, our muscle mass is deteriorating just to help with our bones and all that. I really do like to fit that in, Mm -hmm. but that's how I make it fun. Yeah, that is fun. Isn't like I'm training for this fight that I'll never have. That's so funny. And you know what? You're right. It's like, I, I talk shit, like I don't exercise, but that's not true. Like taking the dogs for the walk is my favorite part of the day. Her dogs are also huge. They're huge. But I always, like, I want to take them out for at least 30 minutes, at least if I can. Oscar's getting older, so it's hard. You get a lot of movement in. That's true. But I guess, too, is maybe Alex was right, is, like, being kinder to yourself and realizing that you're probably doing much more than you think that you are. And maybe 
not that you don't know what you're in tune to, not that not that what you miss isn't working out, but maybe it's there's something, maybe the mindfulness isn't there because you're just so busy doing all these other things that maybe you need to make some other make find some time where it's just like not to put pressure, you know, not put pressure on yourself. I remember yeah. as a kid, my dad, we would be like, where would we be? I don't know. Walking somewhere, and he'd see like I don't know, like a scaffolding pole or something, and he'd do some pull-ups. Oh my god, that's you know, so like funny. he just that's got so, it. In, that's so Andy. He just got it in wherever so he could. Or like my dad, but loved, I get it. You're busy with kids and shit. You may not have time. It's true, but do you know what else? My dad always jump roped, and it's only like mm-hmm. now older, and you know how how good jump roping is for the heart. Like in terms of cardio, jump like five minutes of jump roping. I guess they say is equivalent to like thirty minutes of like jogging or something like that. I don't know if that's actually true. I mean, possibly. It's very hard. It's very jump roping is hard. Yeah, I mean, it's hard on your knees, but it's really good for your heart. Mm-hmm. And so maybe just like little moments of that, like five minutes of jump roping, which sounds like nothing, but girl, look, I've tried it. It will get those endorphins. <laughs> it gets you going. Flowing. Yeah, and that's maybe just like enough for you to just make it through the day. And the other thing is like raising a child isn't temporary, but school is. And so sometimes just knowing that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, that it's not always going to be this way. Soon yeah. enough, you'll have more time that you really can get back into doing the movement and the workouts that you, like, want to do. Yeah. So, like, just for now. Also, you should slowly get back into it anyway. So if all you have is twice a week, 20 minutes each. Yeah. Better yeah. that than jumping into an hour every day and totally. then, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You hurt yourself or something. Yeah. Anyway. But that's it. That's it, girl. What From else? two fitness experts, Alex and Elizabeth. <laughs> and they put my hand back into the bag of uh, Girl Scout Thin Mint pretzels. We have this great client named Felicia who's so sweet, and she brings us food. And oh, she brought us these Girl Scout Thin Mint chocolate-covered pretzels. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. Guys, if you want to butter up your esthetician hairstylist, bring them some food. Yeah, a lot of times we don't get to eat during the day if we're really busy. Honestly, I know exactly <laughs> the people who bring me food or coffee or drink or even ask. And I'm like, "You are the sweetest angel and you love yeah. me." Yeah. And you'll get anything you ever fucking want. Felicia gets anything she wants cuz she brings us sandwiches <laughs> and thin mint cookies. She gets anything she wants cuz she cares. So do it. She's so sweet. <laughs> okay. This is not a question, but it is a comment. <laughs> It's a response to an episode that aired in early October with Erica Leon, and she is a nutritionist who specializes in body inclusivity mm-hmm. and basically nutrition work that does not involve weight loss. Mm-hmm. Did I explain that right? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> they can listen. Uh, this is from Lauren. Hi, ladies. I just finished listening to your October 1st episode where you requested that listeners who grew up on a farm in a rural area write in about other experiences with body image. I apologize in advance for the long email. Don't apologize. Also, yes, I did ask because I said that I have always joked that if I had kids, I would only do it if I could raise them in a farm in the middle of nowhere so that they wouldn't have Wi-Fi or TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I and then I was like, you know, does that mean that maybe they would never know about weight and or, yeah, what you're supposed to look like? And, and, yeah. yeah. Well, turns out. You're wrong. It doesn't matter. (laughs) She says, I spent my formative years, 7th to 12th grade, on a farm in South Central Illinois. For context, my graduating high school class class was about 600 people. uh, 660 people. Mine was 600 people. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, yeah, 60 people is even... Imagine 600 farmer kids. That'd be weird. (laughs) In one class? (laughs) 1,800 altogether? (laughs) I grew up without a television in a very strict Christian household where any outward expressions of liking your body were considered vain. Mm. Wow. At 15 years old, I was formally diagnosed with anorexia nervosa. Mm. For those who don't know, anorexia nervosa is an eating disorder that causes people to obsess about weight and what they eat. Anorexia is characterized by a distorted body image with an unwarranted fear of being overweight. 
In my case, I excessively restricted my calories and excessively exercised. The eating disorder was caught when I had my annual physical and the doctor saw that my resting heart rate was 47 BPM. Hmm. What's it supposed Is to that be? Low? I don't know. I we know that's nothing. very low. We know nothing, but I've, I've heard other Clearly people that, that have had eating disorders say that that's how they kind of really were found low? out, but that they had a very low um, mm. BPM. Yeah. Restricting my eating was a way to assert what little control over my life that I had at the time. I do not think that society's expectations impacted me that much during that time because I did not have access to television, movies, magazines, etc. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Whoa. It was more about control and wanting to be as small as possible as if my size would make me like myself more. While I'm happy to say that at 26 years old, I no longer str- struggle with anorexia, I still have work to do with my relationship with food and my body. Also, you all mentioned that living on a farm may promote strength, and in my experience, yes and no. Yes, because I had to take care of animals every morning, which took physical strength and mental strength for those extra cold mornings. However, in my family, strength was not celebrated, as it was a necessary quality to make your contribution to the family. Mm. No one was praised for doing the bare minimum. Mm. I kind of want to cry. How do you not give your kids... Like any sort of praise for waking up at the crack of dawn and feeding animals, probably before feeding themselves. Yeah, it's a different mentality. It's a different. I'm too sensitive. Well, it's 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 not that I had to get up early and walk my dog, and I was. I don't think that it's. I I don't don't think it's that you're too sensitive. I think it's more of a survival thing. It's more of a there's no choice because if you don't do this, then there's no food, and we'll all die. Okay, well, when you say it like that. (laughs) (laughs) But I know what you mean. It's like it's different. I just because I grew up around. You know, in yeah. a very rural area, so I understand mm-hmm. this mentality a lot. No one was praised for doing the bare minimum. Girl, you were not doing the bare minimum. You yeah. were doing more than most adults have ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Your podcast has helped me learn that it is okay to care for myself and my appearance. I really yeah. appreciate your perspective and the guest choices. I look forward to listening to you both every week, and I feel supported while I work to connect with my feminine side without shame and heal from years of trauma. Yes, girl, guys, non-binaries, yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. You can do it. It's also, it's so, it's also nuanced. Getting teary-eyed. Yeah, it's also nuanced. It's I just all... always feel for small children who don't get to feel, not to say that your whole childhood was awful, but as a kid, you deserve to have, like, good feelings. Totally. Right? Yes. And be a kid, right? It's probably, mm-hmm. like, kids deserve to be kids, and... It's yeah, but you know what? Also, I'm. Thank you so much for writing in. Number one, thank you for sharing us, sharing with us your story and your trauma. I know that's not easy <laughs> to um, express. Period. Let alone share with strangers on the internet. So we really appreciate your um, willingness to be open with us. And I'm just so proud of you for, you know, as somebody who was raised in a cult and also raised in a really rural community. I just like when I read your l- email. A lot of what you were saying I really understood because it was like a lifestyle that I grew up around and, and thoughts that, you know, if weren't instilled in me by my parents, like I was certainly around and saw other people feeling these same, being taught these same things. So I'm really proud of you for being here with us. I'm proud of you for doing the work. I'm proud of you for learning to love your body and for just moving forward man it's fucking not easy oh my god i want to take all the hurt kids and just hug them i know well we all we're all hurt kids we're all hugging each other (laughs) i know (laughs) through the pod so you're doing it (laughs) (laughs) yeah but also you know but look at you now you use the internet you listen to podcasts (laughs) (laughs) i hope that at some point you got to read shitty teen magazines yeah totally all the things you know being human is what connects us all at the end of the day and it's comforting in a way to feel these universal 
feelings and to kind of know that it's not because of Seventeen magazine or because of fucking Allure or any of these things. And maybe it was because of those things, but not necessarily. And that these are just experiences that have touched us all in one way or another, but it also connects mm-hmm. us all. And now you're right. We've got the fucking internet, so we can have these conversations and feel less alone. And that's fucking dope. So dope. Like, God, I think, like, what would my life but, have but been I like if of, I had this when I was a kid? I know, but I think of, um, like, someone like her who... Let's say a, a version of her now mm-hmm. probably isn't allowed to use the internet. That's true. So what is that like? Do you sneak off somewhere? Like go to the yeah. library? Is there a library in a rural town? Yeah. There has to be, right? Yeah, I think, you know, we hear these stories all the time of people. I have friends, clients who left, you know, like the Hasidic community. Mm-hmm. I have a, one friend in particular, I'm going to get emotional, who like dreams of leaving the Hasidic community and sneaks, you're absolutely right, sneaks out and comes here to see me because here they can be themselves. They can be... I'm not going to say their name, but their true gender, that they truly know that they are, that they can't be when they're in that community. So Mm -hmm. I think that people who are brave enough and who want it enough do find ways to explore, to just see what else is out there, to know that there's got to be something bigger. Do you know, you and I, and I was talking to Chelsea about this, it's like, there's people that I swear, like, I know this wasn't my fucking first time around this rock, and, like, how do I know that? Because... Growing up, I looked around and I saw I wanted something greater for myself, but I didn't know how to get there. Nobody around me knew how to get there. But something inside me showed me the way. And it's like, a child doesn't know, bitch, don't do that, do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't have it's a like, full brain. You don't have a full brain. You know, it's like there's something that's like fucking guiding you to be greater and it's, and to explore and to want more. And I think if there's that's inside of you, I don't think there's anything that can stop you from that. Totally. And I, I forget sometimes living here. And even though I haven't always lived in the city, I mean, I spent most of my childhood in Queens, then Long Island, but I've been in Brooklyn for 15 years. I forget. Okay. I'm just going to go back to the show Dope Sick Mm -hmm. because for those of you who don't know, it is a great show on Hulu that I highly recommend. Um, It talks all about the Sackler family and Purdue and how they basically started the opioid crisis as we know it today yeah right in the the fucking ass and the point that we're up to in the show it's maybe like the third episode i don't want to give too much away but i'm giving you a chance now to fast forward if you don't want to know too much but i don't even honestly this point isn't even that crazy there's so much more to the show but this one character so michael keaton plays this doctor in appalachia and um one of his patients, most of his patients come from the coal mines there. And I guess there is a big problem with opioid addiction because a lot of them get injured and then they are on these pain meds. So anyway, one of his patients is this young girl. She works in the in the mines. Bad bitch. Bad fucking bitch. And um, she confesses to him that she's gay. And he's basically like, I know. And, you know, like, what can I do to help you? Because she's like, I'm going to cry. <laughs> but she's like, I have to get out of here because yeah. her dad is like this fucking piece of shit homophobe. Yeah. She tried to tell her. She straight up told her mom that she was gay and her mom just looked up from like knitting or whatever she was doing. She's like, did you say something? Oh my like that God. was her way of just not addressing it. She's like, just pretend like you never said that to me. Yeah. And I got furious. Mm-hmm. I, all of these points I'm saying to Kyle, I'm just like. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with people? Why do you carry your kid fucks? Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. I, I, it's like this rage. And Kyle yeah. just looked at me and he's like, not everywhere is like here. Granted, yeah. this took place in like the 90s and early 2000s. But he's like, today, right today, now. Today, right now. Places like that, I'm places, sure, are still yeah. 
Yes, yes. Have the same mentality. 100%. And, and it's like I know that deep down, but it's hard. We're not around it. We celebrate all kinds of people here, yeah. you know. And we always say we're like New York is where people come to just like. The weirdos. Yeah. To all be normal. Pe- You're kind of yeah. normal here. All it's the normal to be weird. All the people who didn't fit in where they lived come here to be celebrated for their yeah. fucking weirdness. Totally. But I just wanted to point that out that I guess, yeah, a lot of these rural areas are kind of probably. They're different. And also, it takes a lot to be an outsider. Not even an outsider. It takes a lot to think differently. It takes a lot to Mm -hmm. think differently. God, it's so hard. I love Michael Keaton in the show, but then I also (laughs) hate him. But then also I look at him and I'm like, I love you because you were Beetlejuice. Didn't you play Beetlejuice? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird that when I think of Michael Keaton, I only think of Beetlejuice, even though he's in other movies. No, that was one of his most famous roles. That's when you were a kid. Yeah. Appalachia facial. That's what I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, real real quick. Recently, it's never real quick. These people who were looking uh, the apartment building I live in is being sold and recently this couple came in wearing all black. They're wearing all black and we see them on a security camera try to get into our apartment. Whoever told them to uh, the broker must not have told them that people live here that there are apartments that are occupied. So they're opening trying to turn the doorknob and um they were talking to each other in a different language. It was an Asian language. And we're watching them, and they're in the hallway talking. And I said to Kyle, I'm like, I feel like Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis and Beetlejuice were like, are we dead? And we're just like in the attic, and they're trying to get in. And these are the people who bought the building. That's how I felt. I need to rewatch Beetlejuice. I'm not going to lie. I haven't even seen the whole movie. Okay, yet, so you can't really understand. But anyway, you should watch Dope Sick if you're interested. Anyway, if, back to Dope Sick. I forgot this even started It's there. just such a great show. Yeah. I mean, I think it can be a lot for some people, but I think... Honestly, the only reason I know a lot about the Sackler family is because I follow Courtney Love on Instagram for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and she's called them out really hard yeah. about how they've fucked America fucked yeah, without lube in the ass. Yes, like yes. you said. Yes. Anyway, I just really recommend this show because <laughs> I think it's important to know how this all started. And uh, again, I, it, I don't know how accurate it is. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some of it is fictionalized, yeah. but... It all makes sense. Totally. It makes a lot of sense just how Oxycontin kind of. And the things that you're saying. It's just this fucked I've, up beginning of, totally of the do. crisis that we know now. And the fact that it's still going on. Yeah. These fuckers got rich from it. Yes. So rich. And they're still prescribing it. Somebody just told me the other day. Yes. It's like, how are they still prescribing it and this shit doesn't exist anymore? How is that possible? Also, I don't. Yes, I'm sure part of it is fictionalized, but what you've told me of the story that you've learned are things that I learned from like New York Times articles. You know what I mean? These mm-hmm. are things that I learned from like other sources besides just like the Hulu documentary, and I haven't seen the Hulu documentary. It's not a documentary, it's a show. It's a show. <laughs> um, but yeah, gosh, it's wild. Yes, learn about, learn about the shit that's fucking us up so you can be militant as fuck, also. It's important. <laughs> yes. And Michael Ke- Keaton's kind of cute as he's older. I have no, no comment. No comment. I've got, no, I've got literally no comments on that one. She's like, I do not like old white men. No, well, Michael Keaton is a name that only recently I've learned who this person is. And I think it's because I watched either like a actor's suit. I watched something about him where I learned all about him before that. He's just like another white guy to me. Do you know he's what I mean? always Beetlejuice to me. Oh, he's also in Birdman. Birdman. He's in plenty of other yeah. movies. Oh, but that's what I it was. Beetlejuice. It was when he did Birdman. He was doing like the the circuit. I think that mm. I think he was on. Um, I think of him as a nice show. Actor. What's that? Inside the Actor Studio. Mm. James Lipton. Mm. R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. Oh. Anyway, then I learned that he wasn't just an old white man. He's pretty uh, important. 
in cinema. He was great in the show. Mm-hmm. I can go on and on about the show, but if any of you listen, rate and let's discuss. Okay, all right, all right. DM me. Anyway, we're going to wrap this up with a segment story. Finally. Um, I believe it's an I didn't know then, but I'm older now. But we actually haven't read it yet. Yes. Just the subject line was hilarious. So we knew it was going to be great. So we were like, let's both read it for the first time together. I'm giddy with glee. Okay. This is from Elizabeth. (gasps) Me too. Oh, my God. (laughs) The subject is hilarious and weird. It's teenage moldy hair. (laughs) Like, where is that going? That's my fear my fear okay newish listener and really love your podcast i was listening to an early episode where you asked for any embarrassing beauty stories from your past and i have one that i like to throw out at parties when people don't believe i was an awkward tween this is how you know it's gonna be good (laughs) middle school so good the next line talks about middle school and you just know it's gonna be fucking weird and amazing in middle school i got the idea in my head that since i couldn't be a professional ballerina i wanted to style my hair like one Pulling it back into the tightest bun possible and slicking back all my hair. The problem was in the execution. I would immediately get out of the shower, hair dripping wet, and twist it immediately up into a bun sticking three inches off my head. As time passed and I kept doing this, and my mom kept asking, is this what you wanted it to look like? But always letting me head out to school. Sharice question. That's such a Sharice question. Is this what you wanted it to look like? <laughs> Trying to be supportive and like whatever. But also like, girl, get that bun off your exactly, fucking head. Exactly, exactly. But also I don't think. But letting yes. her be an awkward Yes, tween. yes, yes. Like that's fine. Boys won't like you and that's yes. exactly what we want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would love to like um, have your mom write in. I would like to know what she felt. Yes, yes. About that. This so weird fucking good. hairstyle time. As time passed and I kept doing this. And my mom kept asking, is this what you want it to look like? But always letting me head out to school, my hairline started to get a really bad rash around the neck. That's right. The bun was basically growing mold and irritating my skin, neck, scalp, and dignity. <laughs> Her hair was just never dry. It was just she never dry. She wore it dry. in this bun every day. It was never dry. Oh, my God. Also, who among us did not do this? I certainly did. But I used mousse. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't think it got moldy. Maybe it did. I don't know. Oh, my God. It might have gotten moldy. Now that I think about it, my cousin, She's I like, remember, had once do my hair. <gasps> on my scalp. Girl, I don't Wait, think what? that you Tell were alone. Me. I think that maybe I was you. You had a rash? I think that I might have had moldy hair. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is listening and they're like, holy shit, it was mold. (laughs) Oh, my God. That That is really funny. Yeah. I remember my cousin doing my hair once. And at that time, I used to do the same thing. I would slick it back into a bun. But I would use mousse. And I remember my cousin, like, opening up my (laughs) my fucking bun and being like, oh, oh, no. (laughs) What? What was going on in there? She didn't say that it was moldy, but she was like, you got to stop there doing this. In there. Something. There clearly was, and I was so clueless. I never once asked anything about it, and I didn't think anything until now we're reading this Did it letter. smell weird? I mean... I also want to know for this Elizabeth, like, did it smell weird? Yes. Did it smell, like, mildewy? Yes, there's so many questions. Also, 
this Elizabeth, are you white? <sighs> Not that it matters, but I guess because I always... According to you, only white people leave with their hair wet. Well, exactly. That's true. So mine wasn't wet. It was just too much mousse. But that still is moisture. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, me it's with scrunching like my hair the way that I did, you'd think I would have okay, had a multi Okay, that's a really too. good point. There's no way that this Elizabeth is black. That's a really great I point. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, Girl, let us know. We got to know everything about you. This is great. I think we're moldy sisters together. Moldy hair <laughs> sisters, maybe. Sisters in name, sisters in hair mold. <laughs> A ballerina bun. This is so good because I too wanted to be a ballerina girl, but I was pigeon toed, still am, and bow legged. So Aww. there's no way that would that's... have been one clumsy ballerina because I, I see her in motion every day. <laughs> Not graceful. Not graceful. <laughs> I mean, myself included. But... So good. Um, is that the end of the story? No. Im- ah! Immediately, I had the horrific drive to my mom's hairstylist who broke the news we had to chop off all my hair. <gasps> Traumatic? Kind of. Taught me a lesson? Yes. Mom still feels bad when I laugh about it in my adulthood? Also, yes. <laughs> her mom's like, the one mistake I made was like letting my daughter grow mold on her head. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, what do, what? I need to know more about this. How did you grow mold and yet nobody else is growing mold? Because I see these wet-headed ladies leaving, <laughs> leaving the house. We not talked about it. buns in their head immediately. I guess not. You must also have a lot of hair. Well, also, what was that like? Had, just having a wet had, bun on your had a lot of hair, girl, because they had to cut it off. Cut it off because of the mold. Oh my god, so good. it had to have smelled at some point. Yeah, right? must have been. Stink- but then, if you're getting it, okay, so maybe you're just getting it wet every day. You're not washing it. You're just like um, re. What do they call it? Like reactivating it. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> you're just reactivating <laughs> the, the mold and the bun. <laughs> This is oh really God, funny. Oh my God, it's so funny, but also typical. Typical, young. I I had a bun phase mm-hmm. um, freshman year of high school. I always wore it in a bun, but it wasn't like a ballerina bun. It was like a messy, scrunched bun. Mm, yes. Well, we grew up in the age of messy. Like, and it was very gelled. We were post, very, very gelled. post-grunge, so it was like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Kind of cleans up, but not really. But I wonder how old you are, because do you remember there was that moment of like bright red lip, tight top bun mm. like like maybe early big 2010s yes it was very latina but like the kardashians were you know reappropriating as usual <laughs> i think they do best that's what they do best <laughs> but i wonder if it was in that moment that this got you caught up so you were looking fly on the outside moldy on the inside <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh girl thanks for sharing that with us so much that That was was fantastic really funny yeah i love it i love really really good you know i think it's just great to air out our shame here i think that we all have beauty shame certain moments of didn't know them but i'm older now she's at a party and everyone's talking about how awkward they were as a kid and she's like i will top that did you grow mold here's the thing also is i love that she's like nobody believes me how awkward i am that means that you're hot that means that you are hot that. now, so you've got to prove. Like, ne- Alex and I, we got to prove our awkwardness and think you want to see some pictures. You want to see the two eyebrow hairs I left in my head <laughs> at age 12. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Honestly, my I get anxiety. I, I, have, I have nightmares about my eyebrows being that thin again. You do? Uh-huh. That's not good. It's not good. Mm-mm. What are my all? nightmares? My night- I, I haven't had any nightmares in a while because I'm in therapy now, which is nice. Oh my God. That was That's such really 
of I'm in brag. therapy now, so like I don't have brag. That was such a brag. I don't have nightmares. Like I'm no. in therapy. Okay, well here's the <laughs> sad part is that my nightmares used to be this girl that like bullied me my whole life, and she would just show up, and I'd be like, "Why is this bitch here again? I got rid of you. I'm 35." <laughs> but oh since my it, God, yeah. I'm so happy. Thank you. all I appreciate it. Let's Wait. see the new nightmares. Oh no, the other day Let's I woke see. up yelling at you because I had stress dreams. So that's a lie. Turns out I don't remember. Do you remember you yelling at me like mean? No, I didn't yell at you, but you asked oh, me like a question, and I was just like, you know what? This could all be over if you want. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, and I you're was, like, whoa, 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 whoa! What's going I on? I literally there? responded. That was a, a bit <laughs> of a conclusion to yes. jump to. I think we should talk in person. I yes. didn't think this is gonna yes. spark like that. So Elizabeth sorry. and I just have a habit of like whether it's early in the morning or in the middle of the night, if we have something in our mind, yes, we just text, text it to each, to each other. other. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> But she also has this dramatic way of saying she just woke up by saying, yes. I just opened my eyes. <laughs> that's so bad. It's so bad. I just opened my eyes. I can't possibly deal with this. No, honestly, that's, as soon it's as great. I sent it's it, hilarious. I was like, I'm really sorry. I just had stress dreams. And clearly that was like the stress dream that you were trying to like leave me. <laughs> I was so like, bye, bitch. Right, exactly. So I woke I up and I was like, people who grow mold on their head. <laughs> Oh my god, anyway guys, that's the end of our podcast this week <laughs> That's the end That was really fun, and I really hope that you liked it And you can catch us every Friday On Exactly Right This is a weird outro, we've never done an outro, outro like this Catch us every uh, Friday on Exactly Right I'm on the radio Anyway um, You can find us on Instagram At True Beauty Broken Podcast mm-hmm. If you want to email us Yes, please do True Beauty Broken Podcast at gmail.com Oh, please do email us. I love, I, first of all, we love hearing from you, period, but I love to laugh. I think that you people know this by now. And I love nothing more than laughing with you about how dumb we all were. So please send us your story. my favorite pastime. I love it so much. And, you know, I just think it makes us all feel like we're fucking part of this human race together, doing dumb shit, living life, being happy, being sad. Just want it all. Want all the emotions. Aww. You guys are the best. We fucking love you. See you later. Bye. Bye. This has been a COCBK production. Produced by us, Elizabeth Taylor and Alex Shapiro. Our engineer is Bart Tripoli. Our theme music composer is Zebra Sonic. Our artwork is by Garrett Ross. If you're an advertiser interested in advertising on our show, go to midroll.com slash ads. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.